Welcome to Banking on KC. I'm your host, Kelly Scanlon. Thank you for joining us. With us on this episode is Dr. Angie Bessendorfer, the Executive Vice President of KC Scholars. She'll be talking with us about local workforce development issues and what KC Scholars is doing to fill the gaps. Welcome, Angie. Thanks. Glad to be here. How does workforce development tie into the overall mission of KC Scholars? You know, I think that workforce development is a really big key thing these days. There's so much demand for talent and people are needing people. They, they need people. And the reality of the work that Casey Scholars does is that we're really providing opportunities and access to post-secondary opportunities for individuals who might not have that because they're coming from low and modest income backgrounds. And so the opportunity that we have is to bring people who might not have that path into the workforce for these really good jobs that pay well. And so we can bring folks who might continue to stay in those poverty situations into a new space where they can actually become the talent that the workforce and the employers are all stammering about. You know, they're saying we need this and this is right. an avenue for us to change that. Yeah, it's an untapped source. I believe that Mr. Kaufman started KC Scholars with this in mind. How did that all come about? So I'm so glad that you asked because we really do love to honor the legacy of Mr. K. You know, when he first started the idea of access to post-secondary education, he created Project Choice and he went to a school and said, you, you and you, all of you can go to college. And from there, there was the iteration of, you know, 2.0, which was Kaufman Scholars. And then now with KC Scholars, we're outside of the foundation. We're our own nonprofit and we're kind of version 3.0. And we've been around now for six years, but we're in this new phase too of adding some new components to that and expanding upon the vision because, you know, back when Mr. K was setting this, like to get into the workforce and have a good job, it meant go to college. And in today's world and the workforce opportunities that are here today, you don't have to go to college. And so we're just embarking on a brand new program that honors the fact that there are many avenues to get to good jobs that pay and that can have self-sustaining wages to support a family. Where are some of the greatest gaps currently? Well, I think that from our perspective, the opportunity gap would be the first one that I would want to just kind of pay attention to. The fact is, is that talent is universal, but opportunity is not. And so we know that we have brilliant individuals that are living in the Kansas City region who may not have the opportunities that others have just because of their financial situations. And so Casey Scholars is able to, you know, kind of level that playing field for folks. When you don't have the way to be able to go to college or to pay for post-secondary education, you don't have the opportunity to move on and to get the credentials that can lead to that. And so I think that's one of the really important gaps that we need to pay attention to. And when we add to it the economy and inflation and what's happening with the cost of eggs and all of those kinds of things, you know, there are real pieces that when individuals have to make choices about their budget, that choosing to invest in themselves is often not the opportunity that they get to, to do. They, they just have to decide, no, I'm going to feed my kids. So in terms of industry, where are you seeing some of the greatest opportunities? You know, we really have the opportunity to let people 
pursue their excellence, to figure out who they are and what they want to be and to do that. So with the Casey Scholars degrees, you know, we don't say you have to go into these areas of degrees, but with our new program that's really focused on certificates, we're focusing on the research that's been done in the community. I mean, we're we're a unique organization as far as we're in Kansas City. And Kansas City is a unique place. I had the opportunity before I came to Casey Scholars and I served as regional vice president for Western Governors University and I traveled nine states. So there were a lot of big cities in those nine states. They were not what I see in Kansas City. What are you seeing in Kansas City? So Kansas City has an ecosystem that has been built where people talk and they communicate, and they're they're solving problems together instead of in silos. Ah, in comparison to other other large metropolitan areas, and so we've we're relying on the work that's been done with Casey Rising. Right. You know, they've done a lot of work about what is important, where are the gaps in workforce, where are the jobs. You know, they know that there's really some focus on things like, for instance, you know, they know that we need to be paying attention to next gen manufacturing, to biologics and healthcare, life science, cybersecurity, those kinds of things. So we're listening to that and then leaning in and, and helping people to support in those areas in our credential space in particular, but also informing our scholars that are seeking about what are the great jobs in Kansas City. It interests me, the different industries, the different areas that you just mentioned, they aren't necessarily traditional types of work. And that brings me to something else, which I hear from time to time, which is structural unemployment, that the jobs are out there, but the skills don't match up to what we need. And with some of the areas you just mentioned, I would imagine it's true for many of those. And you are helping to close that gap so that the skills fit the job. So a few of those things are all part of what we're doing. So for instance, you know, you mentioned that the jobs are changing. So when we talk about next gen manufacturing, you know, when I was young and I got to tour O'Sullivan's and Lamar, because that's where I grew up, what manufacturing was then and what manufacturing is today is a completely different kind of skill set. And so we have individuals who have been moved out of jobs because of technology, because now that we don't need this, now we've got technology to do this. And so we have folks that are doing that, but we also have people who those were the avenues to those kinds of jobs that need skills. And skills is the new economy. And we need to be able to help people earn those skills. So we're focusing on that. We're focusing on how do we upskill individuals in the short term to help them be able to take a small amount of time, invest in themselves and do some learning and then be ready for jobs that can pay forty five to eighty five thousand. Yeah, they're they're good paying jobs, as you said. One of the programs that you have that you announced in November, as a matter of fact, is Great Jobs KC. So what is the aim of that initiative? What industries will it target? Great Jobs KC is the newest program for KC scholars. You know, we've been around for six years really focusing on helping people get to college. And what we're really focusing on now is two pathways to a family sustaining wage and a great life. And one is college. That's important. There are people that need to go to college and there are jobs that are are needed there. But another newer area is really focusing on industry recognized credentials and certificates and really short term opportunities that you can go to some training and you can in in a matter of weeks or, you know, a few months really change the trajectory of your life by earning a credential in those areas. We're focusing on four main areas to start with. And so we're focusing on healthcare. 
manufacturing, IT, and construction. And within those, we have different certificate programs and opportunities within training providers that we've vetted. So we're making sure that there really is a pathway. There are some predatory programs out there that they they sound great. They have fabulous marketing and all of that. And they cost a lot, but they really don't lead to a job. And so we're ensuring that the programs that we're enrolling folks in actually do lead to jobs. We're looking to try to find those programs that lead to jobs that pay forty five to 85000 or more. So that really do get the, the economic stability for these families. Tell us about the pathway to getting those credentials. Do you provide the training right there on site? Do you work with local universities or tech colleges? How, how does that work? So that's a great question. So we are not the training provider. We are really connecting individuals to the gold that's out there, the really good quality programs that lead to jobs, and then supporting them to get that job. And actually, we're supporting them through the first year of the job. So for the Great Jobs KC program, it's very simple. You go online and you fill out a profile, not an application. Let us learn about you, and then let us come beside you. So we have a scholar advocate that meets with each individual and works with them in order to let them have their personalized journey to their best future. And so they walk beside them and make sure that they have the soft skills or essential skills that are needed to be successful in the training program, which also translates into being successful in jobs, and make sure that they have that. We ensure that they are ready for this kind of training and that they know who they are and what they want to be. And then we enroll them in these quality training programs that we've identified in those four focus areas. And then we stay alongside them while they complete that training and then help them with getting the job, working with employers, creating an employer network so that employers can access this talent in Kansas City and actually have the first bite at the apple with this talent. So that's really important as well and that we're working through that. And then we're monitoring and staying with these individuals through one year of employment. How long does the training process typically take? I realize that depending on what the certification is or whether they're going to college versus getting a certification, it's going to be different. But on average, somebody fills out a profile to where they could say, hey, I can get up and go to work this morning. Which is a really awesome thing. You know, that that change in their life, it really does depend on the individual. So it's an individualized journey. We move them through as quickly as they're willing to move. So if they're ready and they want to do the things and they can do that, they can get through that essential skills piece as quickly as they want. And then they choose their training program. And training programs really range from an asynchronous kind of thing where they get to decide how much time they invest and how quickly they complete to this program is a three-month program or this program is a six-month program. And they move through that at, at those paces. And so we have some that are literally weeks and, and they have that. So like I know Mario, you know, he had his of business, but it wasn't like producing. And so he needed to, to have something different. And he went through the CDL program. He finished that in three weeks and is now earning $62,400. I mean, it's amazing the difference that happens like very quickly for these individuals. In just weeks time in some cases. Yeah, that is incredible. I'm assuming that you do a lot of counseling, that people come to you to fill out the profile and they know that they they want to work, but they don't know what to do, what, you know, where to go, what direction to head. So I assume you do counseling in that regard that you don't just say, oh, well, if you want to do healthcare, do this, if you, because they don't necessarily know that yet. 
Right. And so we do have to work with them individually. And we're so blessed in Kansas City. We have the, the yeah. Bruce Foundation and they have built the Agile Work Profiler. And that Agile Work Profiler really is a tool that we're using. So our folks who come in and complete that profile, that next step is the Agile Work Profiler, which really gets at who am I, what am I good at, and how do I like to spend my life? And so it's not just about what I'm good at, but it really gets at the those other pieces. And we think that's critical so that then they actually are choosing something that they will enjoy, that they want to do. It's not like I'm just trying to figure out how do I pay the next bills. It's beyond that. Yeah, they'll stick with it longer for one thing. And I think sometimes when, you know, you don't think about the lifestyle that a job requires, what do you expect the local impact of the Great Jobs KC program to have? So we're so blessed because we have Mr. K's vision and and we have the support, you know, initially to start these programs up, particularly the new grant that we just received for the Great Jobs KC. You know, they're providing that big piece so that we can have big dreams. Our goal is to touch the lives of 50,000 individuals over the next 10 years. Oh, that's incredible. And I would tell you that, you know, like that seems a little bit big and like, oh my goodness, can this really happen? But, you know, we just launched Great Jobs KC and today we're celebrating actually 400 enrolled. So we have 400 Kansas Cityans. Since November. Yeah. And that includes the holiday period when people are sometimes taking a little bit of a break. Right. So we have 400 that are already enrolled in training programs. We have another 400 that have taken the first step and and completed their profile or are engaged in that discovery phase of what they want to do. So that short period of time and those numbers give me great hope for the major impact that we're going to have on Kansas City. And when I think about what does that mean, I think about... Those individuals that have now a lifetime opportunity that's different. I think about the families of those individuals. I think about the employers who are stammering for this talent and need people. And it's like we're fighting across the nation to try to figure out because the whole world has changed with the pandemic. You can be in Kansas City and work for companies other places. And and how can we then help Kansas City employers get this talent? And then I think about what does this mean for crime and what does this mean for, you know, the education of young kids because now they're living in better situations and, you know, less kids in poverty and and those kinds of things. So I have big dreams about what the impact can be. And that exponential impact that you talked about, not just the individual who goes through your program, but their families, the employers, the um, social impact, all, all of that that you mentioned, that goes generations out. And th- those are the things that you can't necessarily ever measure because you don't know who those people are encountering and and so forth. Opportunity to change so many people's lives. You mentioned scholarships earlier. What's that process like? Is it a rolling scholarship basis? How does it all work? So great question. Our scholarship program is open at certain times. And so we currently have scholarships that are available in, for ninth graders with college savings match, 11th graders for a traditional $50,000 scholarship and for adult learners. And actually right now the window is open. So you can apply for the scholarship and go through the process. The awards will be announced at the end of April, beginning of May time 
time frame. And so we're we're ready for that big next announcement. We'll probably award a thousand individuals with scholarships this year. In addition to that, when we do these scholarships, we don't decide. So we have community people who help us figure out who should be awarded these scholarships. And so it's also a great time for some volunteer opportunities. So for those of you that have that caring heart and are interested in giving about 20 hours to Casey Scholars to read through scholarship applications, what you'll read is their letters of recommendation and their essay and give us information. We have four individuals read every scholarship application. So we need a lot of reviewers and you can just easily go to our website. There's a place to sign up on the website. CaseyScholars.org. Okay, are you looking for any particular kind of reviewer, someone with a particular kind of business experience or hiring experience or just somebody who feels like I have 20 hours to give to maybe give someone a leg up? We really want a good cross-section of the community. So we don't actually look at one area or another because our scholars, applicants are across the community and they're they're seeking degrees in all different areas. And so it's just about, there's criteria. We actually, you know, kind of guide you and do some training with you so that that way you know what to do. But it's a it's about a 20 hour commitment and, and we really, really need more reviewers because the number of scholarships is going up. Applicants. Okay, so caseyscholars.org. You can go out there to fill out scholarship applications or profiles. You can also go there and volunteer to review the applications. And you can sign up for Great Jobs KC. If you're currently earning less than $45,000, let us let us help change that. Okay, so caseyscholars.org. All kinds of great opportunities sitting out there on that site. Angie, thank you so much for being with us on this episode. For all that you and your team are doing in the community, we really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This is Joe Close, president of Country Club Bank. Thank you to Angie Besendorfer for being our guest on this episode of Banking on KC. You may have heard the saying, talent is equally distributed, but opportunity is not. At a time when U.S. businesses are experiencing a major labor shortage, it's more important than ever for companies to recruit from talent pools they may not have previously considered. KC Scholars is working to connect individuals in underserved communities with training for high-skilled, well-paying jobs in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and the construction trades, some of the industries where the shortage is most acute. Workforce development efforts like these lead to prosperous employees, stronger businesses, and healthy local communities, not to mention growth for the economy as a whole. Thanks for tuning in this week. We're banking on you, Kansas City. Country Club Bank, member FDIC.